0: everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ron S. Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 506. We are a podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron I'm
1: Ari Rockefeller.
0: I'm Mako-chan.
1: And
0: I'm your maho Joe for the evening, Ichigo Gami. And in the event that the, the, the stream suddenly drops, please understand it's not my computer, nor is it my router. We are on, around here, we're under thunderstorm warning, and I have been seeing lightning back and forth for the last couple of hours, so Mako-chan, cut it out. Sorry. No, you're not. No, I'm not. See? <laughs> So, how is everybody doing tonight?
1: I don't have my internal screaming placard anywhere.
0: Hmm. I'm
2: very too tired, but that's normal. Right.
0: Are you, Ichigo?
3: Tired, but productive, I guess.
0: It's the coffee, really. You can tell me. You can tell me. You can be honest. It's the coffee.
3: It literally I haven't actually had that much coffee today. I had like my one drink this morning, but I just I've been doing a lot of commission work, so yay.
0: Well you go. Commission work makes the dream work. And as Theo X seventy five says he's enjoying the summer in LA. Awesome. Enjoy a little bit extra for us. So anywho, let's get the show going, shall we? Anywho, sure. Just... <laughs> As you all know, we are live tonight, week of July 6th, right here on Twitch TV. We're here live Tuesdays from 9.30 to 11.00 Eastern Standard Time. You can find us here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And we're also part of the Voice of Geeks Network, and you can find them at VOGNetwork.com, And you can find them streaming live every Sunday starting at 8pm at Twitch TV slash Network. And don't forget, we also have a Discord. So come through, hang out with us there at vognetwork.com slash discord. Every show that's part of the Voice of Geeks Network has their own channel. So come through, hang out, and have a good time. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much straightforward. Wouldn't you all agree? Mm-hmm. Awesome. And let me know if you hear any buzzing in the background. As you all know, during the summer, I turn off my air conditioner, and I put a fan on about... Ten feet away, and I close and I and I close up the, the um. This, the the drapes, the sheets over here, so that I can get a good breeze. So, so far, no one is no one is able to hear this air conditioner as long as I don't hear it in the post edit. I don't care. That means I won't have to suffer this summer. So, anywho, let's get the ball rolling, shall we? Ari, okay. how Ari, how was your week? How was your day?
1: Uh, it was a uh, very exhausting. Um. Well, I got paid for one, which was good the ching but since uh the holiday was on a weekend mm. it came through Saturday night right I didn't get the uh the retroactive stuff yet, but it was still a decent good decent amount of money that's good I did work some overtime on the on the holiday, not a lot mm-hmm. but you know just a half half of a ship better than nothing true true. And, uh, like, I don't know what it is, like, like, last night I was not sleeping well. I mean, I don't know if it's because of the new, uh, you know, the new, uh, diuretics regimen that my doctor has me on, but Mm
3: -hmm.
1: aside from, you know, having to, having to, you know, get up and use the bathroom and piss myself inside out, you know, with a, because of what they do, I was randomly having, uh, cramps or charley horses in my legs which uh completely destroyed any semblance of getting a good night's sleep mm. like just it just randomly pop up like it felt like someone stabbing me right in my calves and at one point uh, it was like up around my knee like I felt like it was gonna be, oh god damn it i've destroyed all the tendons of my knees haven't mm. i I'm like oh my fat ass ain't gonna be able to walk anywhere this sucks and so there I am, just, you know, trying to contort myself in bed so that I can hold my legs out in a way that doesn't just immediately cause more pain.
0: Hmm. I hear you.
1: And, well, I've just, you know, been a complete wreck.
0: Uh, it'll, things will definitely get better. You just gotta stay positive about it. So... Anywho, um, Michael chan how was your week? How was your day?
2: Uh, not horrible. Um, exhausting. I, mm-hmm. for some reason, I just, the last two weeks, I've been having issues sleeping. Um, I really do need to get back on my sleep med mm-hmm. regimen. Uh, because, um, I don't know, I guess the summer and the, you know, change in the light outside is really right. screwing with me. But other than that, um, I had a decent weekend, uh, went to my mother's for a little barbecue and Mm. ate way too damn much, but it was so yummy.
0: Who was on the grill? My mother. Well, there you go.
2: She made, um, chicken and steak kebabs with two different, uh, marinades for the, uh, meat. And then she had some shrimp left over from making shrimp cocktail. So she did a couple of shrimp on the barbie. Mm. And it was very, very tasty.
0: See something like that will be, I would hop on the bus and travel down for.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And it was, it was good. I mean, um, I've been doing a lot more of the roasted veggies uh, for lunch and dinner and kind of thing. So, I mean, it was, Right up to what I have been eating for myself, and they were so good. Mm. I really wish that I could bring my grill back up onto my deck instead of having to, you know, go downstairs to use it, because I never use it.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. It's kind of interesting. Like, like about two, three months ago, I finally tossed the like the little grill that I had, and I was and I was using it on a regular, but I didn't use it at all last year you know and, was, and it just got damaged over time so i'm like you know what screw it i'll just toss it i'm thinking about getting another one like a smaller one you know but a lot of the smaller ones don't have like a top so you can kind of smoke the food so i'm just like eh. if i really want to get one and do some grilling i'll do it other than that i think i am fine with you know whatever i got so Itchigo, you go how was your week how was your day
3: okay, I guess. I've been working on trying to get some invoices out for my commission list, so that's been super fun and a lot of work, and I've been working on some really intensive projects where like patterns have to match up, and if anybody's ever sewn anything uh, in chat and tried to match up patterns or anything like that, you'll know that it is super fun. Mm -hmm. It's even more fun on a curve. So, uh, yeah, that's basically been how it's been going for me uh I did end up meeting up with some pod friends for a small gathering at a local pub place um to have a game night kind of thing Mm. um and that was pretty cool too but that's pretty much what we've been doing
0: Not bad, not bad. And I'm looking at your screen and I see the flower the rose petals go by. And I'm halfway expecting Tuxedo Mask to appear and you to turn your face and just go, Go away, I got this.
3: How how are you how are you not sure if I am the Tuxedo Mask?
0: You're a lot more skilled in Tuxedo Mask, that's why. Oh <laughs> <Oof>.
3: <laughs> But um t-
0: See My weekend day's been the same, but um I decided to actually go out and actually get barbecue for the 4th. And part of the issue I have is that there aren't any local barbecue joints in my neighborhood and I and no no places will deliver it. So I have to travel. And I'm like if I'm going to travel, I'm going to go to the one spot that I think has the best damn barbecue, which is Dinosaur Barbecue. So I so the plan was order, hop on the hop on the train. Walk half a block, grab my food, hop back, and return home. Of course, it won't be as hot, but it'll still be kind of warmish. And normally, what I do is I place my order while I'm on the subway. As soon as I go past two stops, I just play. I just fire it off because by the time I get there, it's gonna be coming right out. So you know. Mhm. And I decided, you know, from the, they use this one site where you know you can create an account. So I decided to create an account, but I have to create an account at the same time as placing the order, so I'm like, okay, because I figured if I created an account and place my place my order, I figured I'd go on my phone, I'm on the subway, log in, and just be like, you know, push the order through, but no, so I go, and I get everything done, and then I find out there were no trains stopping at my stop, now, I knew about this the day before, but I totally forgot, so I'm like, okay, 10 extra minutes, that's not that big of a deal, So I go across to the other side and wait for the next train. And I look up, next train is 30 minutes. I'm just like, are you kidding me? So I go downstairs to the woman in the booth and I'm like, what the hell? So she allows me to jump on at at Kings Highway for free. So here's the thing, I had already swiped, I'm in the system. So she calls down to the next stop. I go and I start power walking to Kings Highway and the guy sees me and he lets me through. And, and, I, and the way it's timing it, I'm like, I'm trying to catch that train. So I get up there with three minutes to spare. Great. Then that train starts going slow and then it goes. And then I when I go downstairs, no, actually, at one of the stops, it just, it just sat there for like five, six minutes. I'm just like, really? This is a Saturday. This... Sh- there's no reason for this. So I end up getting there around 7.15 instead of 6.45 like I originally intended. So I end up getting back home by seven by 8.15 as opposed to 7.45. Yes, my food is a little cold, but it was still tasty as all hell. So it wasn't so bad. You could always bad.
1: just put it in the oven and uh, heat it up for a little bit.
0: I, you know the funny thing is I actually thought about throwing everything in the, in the air fryer and just let it heat up for five minutes, but I'm like no I just want I just want to go in and eat but it was worth it next time I will probably do that if it happens again so you know and as Ron before 21 says in our gr- chat room here, uh, tuxedo mask is the major reason why he doesn't watch Sailor Moon and we as as we are all here on this show, fans of Sailor Moon we feel you. We understand. <laughs> At least
2: for the original series.
0: Yeah. And Crystal, he actually, and he actually does have a set, so he does fight back.
1: I imagine this—it's it's, you know, Rose story. Be like uh, Gambit's, you know, kinetic cards, and uh, the X-Men, you know, crossover games. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, in, in the manga, he has a, an attack with the Rose, okay? Tuxedo law Smoking Bomber. He does have an attack, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, in the manga, he's not just a secondary kind sensor. of... Yeah, he's not just, you know, standing there to look pretty and be a love interest. He actually is an integral part of the series when mm-hmm. you start looking at it. And because Crystal is based more closely off of the manga... Obviously, he's going to be a more important character in mm-hmm. Crystal.
1: Yeah, Ron, just imagine you know, Gambit's Royal Flash super combo, but with roses instead.
0: Something like that. Look, Ron, before 21, um, if you have um, Netflix, Sailor Moon Crystal is on there, so you can just check it out. So it's on there. Just be warned that the Sailor Moon on Netflix is the unedited
2: version. It's the version that aired on... Uh, on japan's tv so it is complete with really wonky ass animation um it is not the dvd cuts Mm -hmm. and
0: i don't know why licensing that's right
2: Yeah, but still, that's a very weird thing to license. Here, here's, you know, this really crap version that everybody hated, which is why we had to get a new animation studio. But you can have this, and, you know, we'll keep, you know, these nice, pretty things so you can buy it and force you to, you know, spend money.
0: Here's the thing. Toei is notorious for that. I mean, like... Like... If you go on the fo- on some forums, there are people complaining about the Viz release of Sailor Moon Classic because it's not from the masters. And according to Toei they're like, "Well, we couldn't do it." Meanwhile, the UK release, which is and the Australian release which is not by Viz, it's by a different company. They were able to get their hands on the masters for some odd reason. I don't know how that works. But it's you know, but it's but it's still the English voice actors. It's just it's just some bullshit that Toei does on the regular, so
2: my internet just went really, really wonky. That's
0: odd.
1: But you're still here with us, right?
2: I'm here, but Twitch is not. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah, it was just everything just kind of slowed down and, like, got really, I don't know, robotic for a bit. Well, it must be those hentai torrents of yours. Hey, I have no torrents
0: going. I'm going to blame the storm. Fair enough. I mean, storms with DSL and cable, yeah, you're going to have issues. Files, not so much. Two hours after the storm. Service cut. God damn it. <laughs> In a way, I halfway expect my FIOS router to just randomly reboot at between midnight and one AM. I'm I'm ex I'm expecting it, so. Anywho, um we get into some housekeeping notes here. I uh, don't forget. Uh, you can watch all of our episodes going back to the beginning of the year on YouTube. youtubecom slash session. and there's a at the top there you'll see uh, playlist, uh, podcast vods. Click on that and you'll see all of our episodes there. Episodes go up Thursdays at twelve noon, if I remember. Um, it should be. The only time I don't remember it goes up at that time, if I don't edit tonight and, and, and set it up to post. But, you know, uh, don't forget, uh, check out uh, the VOG Network shop at uh, vognetwork.com slash shop. Check out some of the cool merch that's there. Uh, every th- any purchases on the shop helps support the Voice of Geeks Network. So, and we love them. And also, uh, a couple of things here I want to take note. Um... Dark Soccer from OLR has put in an application to put Orange Lounge Radio into the Guinness Book of World Records. Mm. Cool. For for longest running video game podcast slash show. And if you think, and if you think about it, they've been doing this all the way back when they used to do OLR To Go Edition, which was like 2004, 2005. They've been doing this for 19 years, so. And another thing, I want to give a shout out to a couple of my cosplaying friends, uh GBT for cosplay and Barracuda cosplay. They will be representing the USA at WCS finals in August. Uh they're they're known as Stella Rose and they did and they went old school on their skit. They did Revolutionary Girl Utena. That nice. Yep, that won it for them and I thought it was great. I mean, you had a couple of modern uh skits up there. I mean, not just kids, uh, titles like Yashihime, or I like to call it Inu Yasha GT. Uh, mm-hmm. You had Violet Evergarden. there were two of those. Fire Emblem was up there. But, I don't remember the rest of the titles, but I just, it seems that when I'm, I was watching it, everybody's talking about the different titles, but when they came up as Utena, basically, I'm just saying, that the chat just shut up, and it just was like, nothing but Utena left and right, you know? And They kept it plain and simple, and it worked for them. So congratulations. They did a really,
2: really good job.
0: Yes, they did. And uh, Ichigo is posting a link to their official photo and where you can watch uh, the VOD of of all of the skits together. I will say, from a technical point of view, I give it a 9 out of 10. Because there was a couple of audio hiccups here and there. And some people, when they were filming, there were too many uh, screen changes to get your point across. Other than that, it's it's been... I thought it was good overall, you know? And the thing is, nowadays, with virtual events and the rules going up, a lot of cons don't have, like, the proper rules of, like, what. Encoder you should use, what resolution, this and that, what ta- how your audio should be, so it it happens. But I do know one thing that I, I heard through through the reins when it comes to like streaming, which you can also apply to doing videos and so forth, your video may not be as good, but if your audio is on par, you basically won the battle. So
3: well, and it also plays into the idea that cosplayers kind of have to be everything and that's Mm. not always the case Mm -hmm. i mean even for me when i first started out streaming and a lot of these people out here especially for things like the world cosplay summit the world cosplay summit is heavily a very much focused in person they look at your costumes you demonstrate your performance ability and all Mm. these other things And so, when you have to move it to an online system, Mm -hmm. and if the company didn't have, it seems like they had a pretty good virtual setup, but I have seen cons, far and few, with as good a virtual setup as the team at the WCS had. Um, You know, a lot of these people that are starting to get into this are not going to know how to balance, they're not even going to know audio. Like, hell, I've been streaming for so many years, I don't even, I'm like, does it sound good, guys, Mm -hmm. we set? (laughs) <laughs> and you know and my chat lets me know like seattleberry honestly yes. uh, vip at my chat um but yeah so you know it's one of those things where like y- you can you can probably say that yes they don't know what kind of encoders to use they don't know what kind of audio to use but at the same time like a lot of these kids and adults i always call cosplayers kids because we're kids at heart mm-hmm. um it is like they they don't have the time to learn all this audio and video equipment on top of this other stuff. See, and but that's
0: just it. They don't have yeah. to learn that. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like for example, at one of the if, jobs, if
1: editing is your shtick. That's a mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty lucrative, especially mm-hmm. if you have mm-hmm. if you're in in some company that uh treats its editors and behind the scenes people like a uh, on air talent anyway.
0: Mm. Yeah, but exactly. um like there was this one job I was working where I was doing tech support. They were having issues with the audio system because the the CEO of the company just had throat surgery and they wanted to put him on a microphone system where he can, so he won't be embarrassed of his voice. And I came up with a solution that they had me implement only because I watched somebody else do it, you know, at various events. So I knew how to do that. A lot of the streaming stuff is just people like us We're not experts. We're learning this as we're going along. Taking what we know from experts and putting it together. Like, my advice on how to do a proper stream may work for a lot of people. Ichigo's setup may work even better for a lot of people. Ari's, Mako, it all depends. Sometimes you can take a little bit of all four and put it together to make it work for you, you know? And honestly, those who are working at WCS probably have done some streams so they have a general idea, but, you know. But it it works, you know.
3: That's another thing with a lot of these conventions Mm -hmm. and stuff, especially cosplay contests and things like that since I've participated as a judge Mm -hmm. uh, and a competitor in virtual contests before. It's a matter of the experience and the convention's willingness to either staff Mm -hmm. or have volunteers with the knowledge to run these type of events. Mm -hmm. And those who have staff and volunteers that are good at media grade audio may not always translate to, Hey, so you're going to have to work with Tyler and they can only stream off their phone. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the audio is going to be really grainy. So work with that. And it's not like,
0: honestly, I I, no Maybe it's just me being biased. If all you can do is stream off of a phone, then maybe you shouldn't stream. If If you want to do it a particular way,
3: But if all you have is a
0: phone, then maybe not so much.
3: This is more so for, like, all the digital events that have been going on. It's more so relating to that where it's, like, it's a one-off. Like, they're maybe not starting to stream and stuff, but, like, a lot of these digital virtual events are requiring, Mm. hey, you need to have a full-body photo or video of you walking. You need to have a full setup of, like, you demonstrating the costume or your Mm -hmm. props or your wig or whatever and all these things.
0: See, see, at that point, like... If a, if a cosplayer is using their phone to record their skit and show what they're working with, I think that's perfectly fine. Because by default, your phone is going to be set at the highest quality. J- just remember, people, please. When you, when you're doing your recording, turn your phone this way. That's all. That's all I ask. That's yeah, all it's... I ask. Turn it horizontal. Turn yeah, it landscape, please. Yes,
3: because you can always crop the video, Mm -hmm. but you can never really widen the image. Mm -hmm. So, and this is even for people who TikTok regularly. This is for content creators, uh, you know, new and old to different platforms. Always shoot in wide and crop Mm -hmm. in. Now, Um,
0: now Washi Otaku says that's how Alton Brown does the streams on YouTube with the phone. Well, what Alton Brown does, he does. All he needs is a phone. There are some people, all they need is a phone, and that's it. But if you're streaming, you want to do Fancy shit that you see other streamers do and all you have is a phone, you might want to save up for a desktop and get OBS.
3: And I'm going to tell you guys a secret. Ooh, ooh, yes. Behind-the-scenes streamer secret. Open your ear holes. Mirror selfies are not taken with your cell phone camera. They are taken with an external camera mm-hmm. facing the person mm-hmm. who's looking into the mirror. Yep. Or facing the mirror, depending on how it's shot. And so... Uh, there
0: you go. You're welcome. Ding, 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 ding. And Sponsor06 says, I literally will not watch a vid if they are a bot holding their phone in landscape mode. Fair enough. My, my issue is, if you are a VTuber, I am probably am not going to watch you. I understand you have your reasonings for being a VTuber, and that's cool, and I respect that. But if I'm coming into your channel... I'm here to watch you and your content, not your me and your content. You know. Granted, there is an exception to that rule for one person that I know because we go back at least twenty something years. You know. And I see a it, beer it says, "Remember when you had to when you had to blindly take selfies with the rear facing camera?" I remember. I, yeah. No, 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 no. I, I, <laughs> I, I want to say I remember on this, but it's true to this day. People who get together. I do the selfie with their DSLRs, and they're properly trying to adjust, and you know because they don't have the model where the where the where where the LCD screen flips out, you know.
3: <laughs> I'm apparently very much '90s nostalgia core. Mm. Um, remember the days of conventions where you bought an instant camera and you oh would God, try to get a photo, things. and then you had to wait a month for it to get uh uh developed.
0: Sounds and like my very first convention. Um, I, I have st- nice. I have stacks of photos from my first three cons with that, okay?
1: <laughs> or okay. if you just like, you know, stumble or like, even like, are moving a little too much and uh, the picture comes out blurry, like it's a seventies music video yeah. or something
3: like yeah. that. But I know we're getting a little off topic, so uh, one one more yeah. thing
0: before before we get into our geek roundtable, in reference to what Ichigo said about the '90s, and I remember how she mentioned cottage core and explain, fuck cottage core, we need '90s core. Let's get let us get the alternative grunge rap hip hop style and just call it '90s core and call it a fucking day. Because somebody on Twitter and Facebook made a mention of how adults in their thirties and their forties are dressing like the way they wanted to in the nineties. He's saying, you know what? God damn it. Let us because I fucking loved it. Thank
1: if you. If you can find flannel shirts that fit me, I will tie them around my gigantic waist in a heartbeat.
0: Old Navy, my friend.
1: I'll have to go to DXL or King size. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, no, you you need the flannel
2: and then you need the t shirt. hmm. And then you need the flannel that you wrap around your waist.
0: I mean, the t shirts are not hard to find because evidently the young the young is like the whole retro of walking around wearing nineties uh rock shirts and shit like that. Like, Wait, and you look well, at, you, like look at you, you, you you look For at some your early
1: nineties, you yeah. gotta go with the uh, United States Zubaz pants. Yeah.
3: Hi, and welcome to our segment, How Capitalism Does Nostalgia. Yes. <laughs> what happened to goths. <laughs> what's hap- it's what's happened to punks. And it's what's happened to anime fans coming to
1: a community near you.
0: And I just love how people think Hot Topic is a sellout. I'm like, y'all, youngins, don't really understand what Hot Topic is all about. You know how
1: long Hot Topic has been around?
0: Exactly. Uh, wh- I miss Hot Topic name? when it was, you know, creepy and nobody wanted to go. Okay,
2: because
0: they were Okay, just okay. got it. it. Cedar said '90s core, but weeb. Let's call it weeb core. Seriously. <laughs>
3: i've been doing that before it was cool exactly
0: i think we're doing it right fucking now
3: welcome welcome to what i am today which is rainbow vomit
0: i thought you were 60s core with with the rainbow vomit thinking peace and love and all of that
2: love and peace love and
0: peace You do that. You do that in a con. Now the youngest are like, "What are they doing?" Oh,
3: we've got pour one out. Hydrate everybody in chat for a Suncoast video. Ugh. And Junco jeans with mm. Tenchi embroidery. Wait, what? Seattle beer was making a joke. Seattle beer was making a joke.
0: Look. I, I, I see your Jinko jeans with Tenchi embroidery, and I raise you myth-wear bags, motherfucker. Myth-wear bags. I still have my cereal
3: experience. I,
0: have, I, I still have my... I, I have an Evangelion one here that needs to be fixed. It, it needs a little band. I should put it... I should put it in a box and ship it to you and be like, please put a little clip on there or something like that. Uh, I'm going to have to fix that... I'm gonna have to fix that bonds. I, I I think we I think we riled up bonds by accident.
3: <laughs> he, uh, he put something in that yeah. I think uh, the bots just automatically razz for because Probably. they uh, they read it as something else. It just it's, a it's too belt. many
2: posts
0: within yeah. a certain amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Too many posts within like five minutes. Well, we appreciate like you
3: bonds. We yeah. appreciate
0: you. <laughs> I'm going to have to I'm going to have to log in and fix that. Now that we have relived our uh, our teenage youth with some Metallica and ACDC you know, and some uh, Biggie Smalls, let's move on to Geek Roundtable. And I realize my voice is still kind of strained from screaming and hollering over my friends winning the mask, mascar- winning WCS. Our upstairs neighbor called me on Facebook asking if I was okay because I'm screaming and jumping around like a crazy man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Geek Roundtable, this is a part of the show where we talk about the more of the geekier things we've been up to that we can share off some cool stuff if we have it. So what you got for us this week, Ari?
1: Um, This will take you back. Uh, Remember when we uh, took a schlep all the way up to uh, Cape Cod?
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Provincetown and all that. Yep, yep.
1: This is one of the first things I bought when I was there.
0: Funny you should mention that. Every Tuesday, I drink out of my Venus one. <laughs> Fill it up with ice, pour in the soda, and call it a day.
1: Yes, yeah, see, I had forgotten where I placed my uh, bright blue tankard, and I wanted something to in the drink, so uh, I just reached in the cupboard and got that. Had to rinse it out, but, you know, we're good.
0: Sounds good. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. And looks like with Mako-chan, death is coming for us all.
2: Yeah. Um, as I said, I I my collection of pop figures kind of exploded. Mm. Um, and when I started to collect them for myself, uh, I wanted to attempt to get a pop figure of all of the uh, characters that I actually cosplay. Mm. So I do cosplay death, I have cosplayed death, and um, this is my very favorite uh, incarnation of death, just because, you know, it's one of the only female incarnations of death. Uh, But yeah, so, um, as I said, I I did want to try and get pop figures for all of the characters that I cosplay. Mm Mm-hmm. And so Death was one of the ones that I definitely wanted to get once I found out that they actually had a pop figure of her. Um, I do enjoy her series uh, just because, you know, it's all kind of interconnected um, with everything. I mean, technically the television show Lucifer that's out right now is connected to this whole series, Mm. which is interesting. Um, They completely changed his character for... Uh, the television series um, He's he's a lot more Likeable in the television series Than he is in the comic
1: Air quotes
2: Yeah, um, But yeah so I mean uh, This happens to be You know I, I don't I'm not really big into DC I'm much more of a Marvel girl mm. But this whole Series um, with death and Constantine and You know that whole supernatural kind of thing uh is actually the part of DC that I enjoy mainly because it was basically inherited from uh to DC mm. but yeah so here is my death
0: and speaking of Lucifer I I'm caught up with season five I don't like what they did in the last two like in the episode before the last one but I understand why they did it that, that, that's all I liked what, I did not like it, but I understood why they did it. So season six is going to be a trip and a half. Um, are they saying that
2: season six is actually going to be the end because mm-hmm. season
0: five was supposed to be the end. And then I was like, Oh, Hey, guess what? We're going to do a season six. No, no. I linked you to an article about that where it showed him, Tom Ellis and DB Woodside singing together as they finished the final scene for season six. Because the way they end, I'll tell you off air, you know.
2: Well, I know, but I know that, you know, supposedly season six is the end, but, you know, you never know because it hasn't aired yet. True. And they could, because, I mean, season six was a surprise to everybody. Um, Season five was a surprise to everybody, Mm -hmm. and my lights just dimmed. Um.
0: Just so So you know, if
2: if you, if you lose me, it's because of the storm and
0: yeah. And I was going to get to that. If anybody else power goes out while we're streaming, don't even worry about coming back. We're just going to continue going. If I go down, we're probably going to just end it right there. We may jump on on Skype tomorrow and kind of do a quick wrap up to edit and and roll about our way and all that good shit, you know. And I removed the the timer thing for you, uh... Bond, so you good, you good. But yeah, um, yeah, that's 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 stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, Ichigo, what you working on? That
3: that is like the best question, <laughs> I guess, because I don't really get anything. Uh, yeah, so uh, in the next few months, I guess I'm gonna be working back on uh some cosplay, and mm-hmm. I don't quite know what I'm gonna be cosplaying yet. Uh, I figured that I should probably get back into it because uh, hopefully next year will be going back into con- conventions and things mm-hmm. like that. And uh, so I figured sooner is better than never. Um, so I'll be working on some costumes and I don't know which ones to make. Mm. So I have to decide on like two or three, have my community vote on them. But, well, you yeah, c-
0: you can always do a uh, blue haired girl type uh, Ranma.
3: That's true, I could do... It's like um, Ranma
1: cosplaying as Rafe and Evangelion.
3: I was gonna say, not Ranma, but also, like, I know Cologne has blue hair? Or, what is
0: her name? Shampoo? Not,
3: not shampoo. Shampoo, shampoo no. is, like, purple. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she is blue in some images, mm, but... It, it
0: all depends, you know?
3: Yeah, it, it depends on the source material. I mean, I could do Rumble one half, but uh, I'm not sure yet. Um, I could also do the character from Shokugeki no Show, like the herbal. Oh the yeah, herbal Megumi. Specialist. Yeah. Megu-
0: Megumi's, um, Megumi is a precious little bean.
3: Yeah, so I have a lot of um, I have a lot of options. Um, this is actually my in between hair, mm. so I usually go blue before I go purple, uh, and then <laughs> Bonds is shaming me for my love of LEDs, and. Uh, Yeah, so I I have to make some decisions. I also have some um, Sakizo pieces I want to do that are just high concept, Mm. um, like corsetry work. And then, uh, gosh, what are some of the other ones that I've wanted to do recently? I thought I saved a bunch of them. Let me double-check. Costume, cosplay reference. Oh, yeah, and I was also looking at Jester, uh, her 10th-level design, because I think it looks really, really cute.
0: It okay. looks really, really cute. <laughs> Alright. So, I, I, I found myself finishing up a, a Goblin Slayer after all this time. And it was really good. I enjoyed that. So, I was trying to continue watching Jujutsu Kaisen. Tried to continue with my normal... My normal Teenage hot romance snafu. But this is what I got from Crunchyroll. Middle fingers. It would continue to constantly stream. It would just constantly load. I stumbled across a new anime called Kanojo no Kanojo. Which translates to Girlfriend Girlfriend. And I think this is like the first polyamorous anime that's out out there. It, It basically... He confesses his, his love to this one girl. He's been doing it for years, so they get to high school, and she accepts him, and they start dating. Then this other girl shows up. She confesses her, her love to him, and he's like, um, um, what do I do? So he comes up with the idea of, let me introduce her. So if my girlfriend likes her, we can all date, and that's basically what happened. And by the end of the first episode, all they're all living in the same house together. But separate bedrooms, so and I think I think it's going to be pretty good. I've not seen any other anime that kind of covers polyamory and open relationships and such. It's always been like harem anime where all the girls are trying to get the guy, and the guy's like, I don't know, or he's not paying any mind to it. So there's that. Or the I the st- other
1: one is how they usually describe love triangles. It's more like a love corner. With the two guys and a girl, and love, the girl is usually the one pushed in the corner.
0: Yeah, love haphazard, if you ask me. So, I did, so after that, I started to watch the Rising of the Shield Hero, and I get it now. I mean, I I under, I I was always wondering why were people mad about what was now. I get it. I get it. To me, rising the Rising of the Shield Hero reminds me of a toned down version of Redo of Healer. I am currently on episode, I think, six, so I'll probably be watching a few more episodes tonight before going to bed. And one of the things I've been trying to do was when I buy anime that has ongoing series and volumes, I try to collect them all the best I can. I failed when it came to the Ron' one I have DVDs, but I, got, I have the Blu-rays, so I have those. The DVD collection, I, for some reason, I want to complete it because I, I, I want to completion it in a way like that. But same thing with Sailor Moon. And I picked up one of the volumes uh, a few weeks ago because it was on sale. Thanks to the Honey app, I got a notification that it was $10 off. So I now have uh, Sailor Moon Supers uh, Volume 2 in my hands. And this is the limited edition one where you get the Blu-rays and the normal DVDs. And again, it's interesting that the Blu-rays have a slightly higher quality than the DVDs. But like I said, that whole thing that we mentioned at the beginning of the show. So you know, and just I, a
3: heads up, Ronma. I was hmm. gonna say is uh, uh, Marco might need to piece out Cub Scout because she's having some electrical. That's storm not. Fun that around.
0: is not a problem. That's just we let, let's you know, let, let's just go ahead and get into the store. Get into this and try to get through this as quickly as possible because if. You, if Mako's internet goes out, and then whoever else's internet goes out, I'm basically going to wrap the show right then and there. So, you know. So, let's go ahead and talk about this first story here. Um, A manga that was cancelled after one chapter. It's called Isekai Tenseisha Kuroshi, Cheat Slayer. And it's from the writer of Kakigurui. After... And I'm just like, wow. So, the writer behind this, his name is Homura Kawamoto. He is looking to have some more of a dark fun with the Isekai genre. And as you know, Isekai is like the, is the big genre for anime this year. So, he decided to go dark with it. And I thought Redo of Healer was dark, but you know, whatever. But um, in this series, uh, Isekai... Tenseisha Koroshi Cheat Slayer Killing the People Reincarnated into Another World Cheat Slayer. Um after one chapter it was basically canceled. Evidently I guess because due to the fact that it's a revenge story coded in hate and desire which shouldn't stop it. But, you know, Monthly Dragon Age magazine's like yeah, no. But um the, the premise behind this manga is that the main character, Loot wants to join Rebels Against God guild, which is made up of a bunch of characters who bear a striking resemblance to characters from actual isekais like Sword Art Online, or like we like to call it Trash Art Online, <laughs> uh, Kirito from that, and the time I got reincarnated as a slime's Rimuru, and so on. Readers point out that some of these similarities in the editorial department will kick to determine there would be problems moving forward. Depicting well-known heroes from other series as villains could be seen as denigrating those works, so they apologize to the creators of the properties and the other people involved in the project, saying that they were sure to pay more attention to these issues. Basically, it's okay to parody some characters in your manga, but if you're parodying them and making them look, negative or evil, that's what's going to be the problem. Especially if the original character they're based on is a good guy, you know?
1: It turns into a character assassination, which there is you go. something you usually see in only shitty fanfiction.
0: What about uh, fanfiction.net?
1: We get it. You don't like character name equals true. Ugh. Hmm. So- yeah, literally, you can put any character's name in there, and and the message doesn't change.
0: Exactly. So we live and learn with that.
1: Um, to well let you know how low of a bar that was to go over, hmm. well to go under, I guess. Incarnate the the comic book mm-hmm. that was made by Nick Simmons and plagiarized like oh. 11 billion different mangas. Yep, yep. That got that lasted three issues.
0: Man, it is pouring out hard out here. I'm feeling that wind come flying through here.
1: Yeah, Yeah. you couldn't get like, you couldn't top that.
0: Mark it low.
1: (laughs) The bar is somewhere in the sewers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, let's talk about Another long-running manga that that breaks the Guinness World Record for most volumes, Golgo 13. Ari, what's up Ooh. with that?
1: Yeah. Oh, I love this series. Mm. Uh, Taka Saito's long-running Golgo 13 manga has broken a Guinness World Record for most volumes published for a single manga series as of Monday, when its two hundred th- first m- compiled book volume shipped in Japan. The manga has surpassed Osamu Akimoto's Kojira Katsushika Kukame... <clears throat> Kameo Ryokan-mei uh, mean, Hashu Sujo. That's a mouthful. For Kochikame, a police comedy manga, which has earned the record with its 200th and final book in September th- 2016. That, and Saito said that he is filled with gratitude towards his readers. The manga tied the record when its 200th compilation book sh- uh, shipped in Japan on April 5th. And the manga centering on the titular legendary hitman is the oldest manga still in publication. It was launched in Shogaku Khan's big comic magazine in 1968. So, yeah, 50 plus years old.
0: Mm -hmm. And and if the name GoGo13 sounds familiar to you, there were two video games based on this character that came out for the NES. Um, I forget the name of the second title, but the first title was called Top Secret Episode.
1: And if you weren't familiar with the manga or anything, or even Japanese pop culture in general, you probably would have been confused and wouldn't have any idea what to do in the game, like I was. Mm. But then again, I was like seven or eight years old at the time, so what the fuck did I know?
0: Eh, it happens. There you go, Quest Buster told us. The second one's called The Mafat Conspiracy. Thank you. Thank you.
1: I don't think we haven't gotten another video game on it yet, or maybe it, we have and it just never left Japan. Mm, probably. Uh, so the manga will get its first ever spinoff in the supplemental issue for Big Comic Zocon on July seventeenth. Cool.
0: Also, that was arcadey. Uh, nice.
1: Deal with the changing, you know, politics of the world and uh, working it into your story and whatnot. Huh.
0: He, he, he holds the, t- the Guinness Book title, so I think he's good now. So you know, and that's what's up. All right, uh, moving right along. Um, ooh, this kind of touches on something that we discussed last week, I believe, or week before last, about Olympic controversy and anime. Something's up with Tezuka Productions. Okay, let's get that going. Um, Marco, if you're there, can you tell us what's up with that?
1: No, she dipped out a while ago. Oh, she's actually she's oh, on our Skype oh, window. Oh,
0: she's actually gone, gone. Oh, yeah. okay, hold on. Hold on. Let 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 me fix this. Let me fix this.
3: Would you like me to just go ahead and Yes, it, please.
0: Rafa? Yes, sure. please.
3: Okay, let me share this in the chat with you guys cuz it looks like uh, Tezuka is uh having a lot of fun with the uh Controversies that are coming up here. So, Suzuka Productions had response to backlash regarding Olympic Committee's use of anime characters. The contract mm-hmm. was signed at a time when nobody could have imagined the threat of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Last week, the Japanese Olympic Commit- Committee, or JOC, issued a series of tweets promoting the Tokyo Olympic Games, using quotes attributed to characters from various anime series, including Astro Boy, Sailor Moon, and Crayon Shin-Chan. As public opposition to the to- Tokyo Olympics continues... I am also still uh, opposition of it. but uh, However, the uh, committee has faced backlash for the tweets. Detractors argue that it feels out of character for the characters with a strong sense of justice like Adam and Usagi to support the games during a pandemic. In response to the backlash, Tezuka Productions head Rumiko Tezuka, the daughter of Osamu Tezuka, tweeted... The contract for the character's cheering squad was signed after the Tokyo Olympics and Paralympics were decided at a time when nobody could have imagined the threat of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. At the time, everyone was looking forward to the games. Right now, the situation has made it so there are divided op- opinions regarding whether to continue holding them. But from a business perspective, Adam is participating in the cheering squad as part of the role he was given. She continued. All of the characters that who have been contracted to participate in the cheering squad are in the same position. Not just Adam; they will do the job that they have been given. Wow! Mm. Cheering for the upcoming uh, the competing athletes. Please don't involve them in your debates whether the games should go ahead. In later tweets, she expressed her dismay at the controversy that has prompted a bigger uproar than when the characters were originally announced. She said that she will take the opinions that she has heard into consideration when negotiating future licensing deals. And she has tweeted that she regrets using the word business in her original tweet instead of providing more detailed explanation. And stressed that there are certain things she can't say publicly. Right. But still, to think mm-hmm. that there are so many people in society who have such strong feelings about Adam, she remarked. As painful as it is, I am grateful. Do you understand that part of the culture that you're trying to buy into with these licensing deals is that fandom that has feelings for these characters?
1: Oh boy. <sighs>
3: Japan? Are you okay? Like, do you need to, like, sit down and have some water? Because, like, are you good? Okay, I'm gonna leave it to it. But I'm gonna worry.
1: Mm. Anyway. I mean, they can't just break a contract like that, you know?
3: No, they can't. But the fact that she's kind of reneging on this idea that she didn't understand the fandom had such deep ties and, like, associations with character. When a lot of their culture is predicated on this idea that these characters become part of the culture... Seems very backwards and much like she's just trying to dig herself out of a hole. <laughs> Especially it's being... like she's
1: throwing rocks at a at a beehive. Like that's she's, she's like her own personation.
3: Yeah, yeah. She's basically like trying to lessen the amount of controversy that's happening, but at the same time, like mischaracterizing the level of
1: I I'm Grossly under Grossly underestimating how devoted Japanese fans were to their fandom.
3: I I don't even feel like she is though. I feel like it's a it's it's that like peeling backwards from the situation to it's, disengage it's, from it's, it's, it's the just aggression. basically
0: backpeddling, backpedaling, backpedaling yes. and and trying to appease the fandom.
1: Exactly. Like, yeah, I, fu- uh, I fucked up.
0: How do I fix this? Exactly. Uh, too it's late. We're YouTuber, at your we're at your door with apology. pitchforks. You know.
3: Yeah, it's a YouTuber apology. She yeah. said, we have people in chat going, she did this for the clout. Uh, it's not so much even for the clout, it's literally capitalism. It's literally that they know that these mascots sell. Like, when has Sailor Moon ever not been a profitable thing? Mm-hmm. When has uh, has uh, a nostalgic Osamu Tezuka produced piece, like Astro Boy, been something that doesn't bring money? Riddle me this, Japan! <laughs> anyway.
0: Well played. Uh, well played. Yes. Let's move on.
1: Um, I'll take this one if you want. All right, go
0: for it. I, I think at this point it'll just be like whatever you feel like because it's like it kind of threw every this it, kind of threw everything out of whack and I didn't properly plan because shit happened. So,
1: so Godzilla and Hamtaro collab again, again for a mighty cute crossover goods. Uh, Back in 2002, very different movies were premiering in Japan at the same time. Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah, Giant Monsters All Out of Tech, and Hamtaro, Adventures in Ham Ham Land. (laughs) Well, changing gears so hard, you're going to blow out the transmission. Uh, The film's joined forces for a mashup advertising under the name Godzilla Ham-kun. And that's kind of tricky to say. It's Godzilla ham Which makes you think of a Godzilla made out of ham.
0: (laughs) Pork roll, Uh, anyone? 20 years
1: later. Huh?
0: Pork roll, anyone? (sighs) (laughs) Sorry, Ari.
1: If there was going to be a pork product made into a giant monster, it would be pork (laughs) roll. So, anyway, 20 years later, they're bringing back the line with new goods and variants. Prominently featured are the, the Golden Sillar Godzilla ham coon plushies originally celebrate the, sold to celebrate the uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. And the red, green, and blue ones will be back as well. The plushies include removable Godzilla hood, so you can see Hamtara's adorable ears. And if you can't get enough of these Mechagodzilla toys, you can also get them as banks. Mm. And he's on his own shirts now, too, including one featuring comic, a Kaiju comic book artist, Matt Frank's realistic take on the mascot, which, oh boy, I didn't think I could see a hamster go into the Uncanny Valley, but here we are.
0: And as Quest Buster says, "Honey baked Godzilla ham."
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And looking That's at one, and looking yeah. at Ichigo's expression, she's like, "I got ideas." <laughs> Still waiting That's for that.
3: at hel- all. Okay. I, I, it it makes me think of like Toru and how they're she's always trying to feed her tail to people.
1: Oh
0: yeah.
3: Weird.
1: Still waiting for the Hello Kitty Gundam crossover. It's a Hello Gundam. <laughs>
3: they, they, exu- they they actually exist.
0: Yep. Yeah. See now, god damn it, Ichigo. Now I'm picturing you as Toru with your tail on a silver plate, on a silver platter, offering it to Mako-chan because she cosplays Kobayashi, and you got, like, the big, wide eyes, and she's just looking at you I like, I was
1: no. <laughs> I was pretty sure or I was just me and Rama dragon. just l- looking at the tail on the plate, looking at each other, and then looking back at the tail like, what the fuck do you want us to do?
0: No, I actually would be part of it as Fafnir just, 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 bitching for no apparent reason because that's what Fafnir does.
3: I think that Ciara has you though, Ari. More so of like Hello Kitty meets like Evangelion. So like, get in the robot, Pachaco. Oh boy! I like it. I like
1: it. Every it episode would end with the congratulations applause
0: as long as we get Bats Maru as Gendo Ikari.
3: Yeah, that's the only character you could. Like, Bats is just like, yeah.
1: Alright, I'll allow it.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. This is what happens when you go off the rails, people.
3: Well, Ronma, do you want to take the next article? Yeah,
0: I'll take the next one, and I guess you can wrap up with that last one. Yeah. All right. Now, this is something we've been talking about on this show for a little bit uh, about Kyoto Animation's uh, memorial video, but it seems that um, uh, excuse me, they're going to stream the video on July 18th for the second anniversary of the arson attack. The video will be available um, on their YouTube channel. So, if you go over to twitter.com/slash. KyoAni, K-Y-O-A-N-I, and you'll see information there. The, the You go there and you click on it. The video will start streaming at 10.30 a.m. Japan Standard Time, and it'll be 10 minutes, and then it'll be a moment of with a minute of silence at 10.35. Um, this video will be available all day for anybody to watch, and as they noted on their website that they put this information up, that... It's been almost two years since the incident that took place at our first studio. With grief in our hearts, we have been producing animations while supporting each other and have kept moving forward day by day since then. They also say that the studio asks people, from, for, asks people refrain from visiting the site of the former studio or the current offices on a day or any other day, as well as refrain from sending any gifts or flowers, and that if sent, they will be declined. And that's all on their official website at Kiro Animation dot co dot jp, and there's an English version site there. And if you remember a couple of years ago, fans across the country banded together and donated. I think donations almost hit almost two million dollars to help uh, Kyoto Animation. And I think that's just amazing, you know. Mm Uh All right, so let's move along. Now I see there's some some lowballing going on with Mappa. All right. I, I got things... I might have something to contribute to this, so... Take it away, Ichigo.
3: Alrighty. So, I know that you guys, if you have been stuck indoors like I have been, and you've been checking out Netflix's new anime series, you'll have noticed a name that was a pretty constant bedfellow. Uh, Mappa, the studio that has produced many a Netflix anime, is, uh... Is... I guess under fire for just just lowballing everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So uh, animation director Ipa Ichi uh, claimed mappa offered low rates for Netflix made anime and Ichi claims that he was offered 3,800 yen or $34 per cut on a Netflix series at mappa Animation director ipa Ipe Ichi who recently worked on Zombieland Saga Revenge Episode 8 at MAPA, expressed Mm. disappointment on his Twitter account today at the rates he was offered to work on a show at the MAPA studio uh, produced by Netflix. He claimed that he was offered just $34 U.S. or 33,800 yen per cut or short scene for the unnamed series. In the above tweet, he says, a producer for a Netflix production at MAPA Offer the animator $34 per cut, and usually for a TV anime series, the going rate is between 34 and 63 US dollars per cut. Ichi was worried that accepting this rate would mean that the rates across the board would go down further for animators, and his advice is to ask for 15,000 or 15K yen per cut, which is roughly 135 US dollars. In a second tweet on the subject, Ichi says that the problem with Netflix offering such low rates for cuts of anime when they have so much capital, he claimed, is that the rates are possibly cheaper than TV anime. Ichi also followed up by saying that he'd been asked to remove the tweets by the company just a minute after posting. Mm. Another animator, Thomas Romain, responded, saying that he believes that what Ichi said is pretty standard rate used by most of the companies, and that's why he never worked in Japan as an animator, but as a pre-production designer because of the cheap rates for Genka, or key animation. Veteran animator Hiroyuki Yamada, key animator for Mobile Suit Gundam ZZ, Yuya Hakusho, and Dropkick on My Devil, also chimed in saying 3,800 yen or $34 was a price per cut when he entered the anime industry 40 years ago, and run was only 300 yen or 30 cents roughly Mm. back then. The only anime produced at MAPA that Netflix has been directly involved in and publicly announced is the recently released Yasuke from LaShawn Thomas, who recently appeared at the MAPA 10th Anniversary event, and unlike most other Netflix original anime, such as MAPA production Doro, Yasuke was made outside of production committee systems, making Netflix the sole contributor to the series. Projects such as the Animator Dormitory Project, have sprung up to help animators with housing costs while they start out in the industry. Helping animators that have since gone to work on Attack on Titan, Black Clover, and many other anime projects. Um, but you know me; I'm always on the side that animators and artists aren't paid enough.
0: So mm-hmm.
3: what's, get on it, Netflix.
0: And what's oh, interesting? Yeah, I mean, what, what's interesting? We're is just that,
1: lucky that uh, they didn't try to offer, you know, offer to pay these people in the e-word.
0: Yep. Yeah. What were you going to say, Ranma? It's interesting that that same tweet came up by Crunchyroll had shared it. Somebody called Crunchyroll out for low paying their translators. I wish I could find that screenshot. And they got blocked by Crunchyroll for saying it. Ouch. Now,
3: wow. Now
0: here's something interesting. I mean, you, you, all right. If, they, if this is true. It kind of explains the animation quality of Jujutsu Kaisen and Yasuke. Both are done by Mappa. If they did low ball if they did lowball the price for Netflix for Yasuke, I would assume Maybe there was extra money there that went to the animation quality. Cause I tell you this right now. Yasuke? The anime the, the anime itself is bullshit. But the animation quality is superb in comparison to Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm like, who worked on this and who worked on that? What the hell, you know?
3: And I actually yeah. did like Dorohedoro.
0: Hey, Doro. Yeah, and there is a new, there's a new series coming out by Mappa and me and a friend of mine. We were discussing it on Twitter, and the animation quality on that looked amazing. I'm like, how do you go from crap to? Renaissance painting to something in the middle. I mean, come on, you're not Toei. I mean, come on, stop that. Anywho, now that we got
1: you, pay artists cut rate. You pay artists pay like low pay. Artists give you low quality work. You get what you pay for. It.
0: Exactly. Or in my field of work, the less, the lower you pay me, the longer it takes for the longer it takes for you to get your equipment back. I'm sorry, this person wants to pay my rate and then some, so they get their, they get speed, their computer back quicker.
1: Speed, quality, and cost efficiency. You only get to pick two.
0: Exactly. And now we're at the part of the show where we talk about uh, in- interesting articles coming out of Japan And Meanwhile in Japan. And I called dibs on the second article.
3: I will take the first one, because y'all know. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, we do know.
1: And I guess I'm jumping on the grenade that is the fourth one.
0: No, you can take the rest. You can take the one with the masked politician.
1: Nah, this is fine. We can talk about the masked politician later. Okay.
0: All right. uh,
3: Yeah. Let's break you guys' uh, walls down a little bit with some wholesome cat content. You've heard of cats that run train stations, but have you heard of business cats? I'm sure you have, Vint, but Mm. a business in Japan is staffed by cats. And if Karen wants to talk to the manager, she's gonna have to learn some feline language because a cat is the store manager. Mm. This cozy little cafe is in Japan and the store manager often sits on a box next to the cashier. He or she supervises the daily operations and greets the customers with purrs and a whole lot of cuddles as they come to visit. Cats are adored in Japan, but most of the kitties from cat cafes are non-rescue. When Hannah Shaw, a kitten rescuer of Kitten Lady, discovered this rare gem called Nickel Cafe Time in the heart of Fushimi Ward, Kyoto, where rescue cats rule the roost, she knew she had to check it out. I was so excited to stumble upon the cafe supporting shelter cats. The cats are all rescued and living a great life in a cute little secondary story cafe near the Inari Shrine. All these kitties were given a second chance at life by local rescue groups and eventually found their permanent home at Neko Cafe time. This purr-filled establishment regularly takes a new feline staff member and the newest employees are two red and white brothers rescued from the streets and nursed back to health. This establishment is continuously taking in new kitty staff members, and recently two new employees were hired. Um, Bob, the store manager, for sure told them properly how to behave in their community. Hmm. And uh, Bob is the oldest cat. He became the store manager. He always wears a bow tie and walks around with a serious face, but he's actually a very kind cat and likes it when people scratch his nose. Uh, Bob loves his feline staff, and they often call for each other and stay close and watch together out the window. When it's eating time, they each have their own spot to go and enjoy their meals. And they also learn or enjoy a lending uh, a helping Paul wherever they go. uh, And apparently know how to open doors. Uh, Anyway, if you need something to warm the dark cockles of your heart in this trying time, in this economy, uh, you should definitely check out the article. And if you're in Japan, you should definitely go and visit. Uh, yeah,
0: super cute. That really is a neko hunting.
3: It is. It is definitely a nickel
0: hunting. Well, this is definitely one way to give Ron Masao told me a heart attack.
1: <laughs> or just imagine some Karen trying to trying to find somebody to scream at and whoops, she ha- like, she's allergic to cat dander. The problem just solves itself.
0: Whoopsie doodle. All right, let's see. What else do we have here? Ah, we've all seen Ingrish all over the place. And sometimes it's funny. But there are those times where Ingrish gets a little naughty at no fault of his own. So, it looks like there was an English mistake that turned an innocent sign into an X-rated notice at a Japanese store. That's not good. So, as we mentioned before, you know, there are English signs all over the place in Japan. Big companies even have them, like Pizza Hut and Osaka Metro. And sometimes translating and putting it up there, it can kind of miss the mark, you know. Like the movie Lost in Translation. Now, for the most part, we find English stuff funny and hilarious. But there are those times where it's not the way it should be. looks like in the Arakawaoki branch of the Joyful 2 Hobby Specialty Store, located at Tsuchira and Ibaraki Prefecture... They had a sign that said, self-sucking corner. Yeah. And evidently, this this sign is also available at the chains Chiba Newtown Branch and Inzai Chiba Prefecture. While the English sign was intended to be a nice gesture to help English-speaking customers, it no doubt left them scratching their heads in regards to it while the self-sucking corner gives a whole new meaning to Joyful too, the actual act of self-sucking in a corner of the store would be legally off-limits and likely physically impossible. Well, the reason for the mistake is revealed in the katakana message printed next to it, which reads phonetically as self-sacking corner. The problem occurs with the... ...with the words where it sounds like "sa," sounding similar to in the English word for suck, such as sacking pad. And if you look it up on Google, it'll take you it to sucking pads, a product designed for an attachment for baby carriers for babies to suck on. With the kind of, kind of word for sack being used to mean suck in some cases, and sack at other times. The confusion between the two words became understandable. Still, the sore sign was noteworthy for hilarious mistake that even it was made its way to Japanese sites, where Japanese commenters had a laugh at the sign as well. So, what happens if I self-suck at the self-sucking corner?
1: You make eye contact and keep going to establish dominance. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My body isn't, isn't supple enough for this store. <laughs> Bus, here's a good one. Businesses should really avoid posting signs they don't understand themselves. And also, it's hard to tell the difference in pronunciation between sucking and sacking. It is true that these small nuances in pronunciation make it difficult for Japanese speakers to differentiate between the two words, especially when it comes to speaking and listening. It's one of the many reasons why English exists and continues to this day to creating blunders that include making Kyoto the enemy of the world. Whoops. Yeah,
1: usually incredible. the world has an ex-grant against Tokyo. That's a step up.
0: Well, Kyoto. Or used maybe
1: Hong Kong, if they're trying to, uh, co- you know, coddle up to some Chinese investors.
0: Well, remember. What? Oh, go ahead. Well, remember Kyoto used to be the to- used to be the capital, so you know it's always that. Mm-hmm.
3: Or in our chat, very uh, comments. Uh, there's a subreddit for that.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh. So, um... oh boy. Oh. So back in January, the Japanese masturbatory aid maker Tenga announced its most ambitious project yet. The Tenga rocket, a joint venture with aerospace company Interstellar Technologies, the Tenga rocket will be sent into space as part of a mission with multiple objectives. An associated crowdfunding project raised over 1.8 million yen, which is about sixteen thousand dollars, but still s- fell short of its goal. But Tenga, however, is all is about to bring things to a satisfying climax. I, think, <laughs>
0: and so I the, warned you.
1: The Tenga Rockets project is still a go and the rocket's airframe has been completed. Decked out in the images the decked out in Tenga's red and silver colors, the rocket sports a company's slogan Love, Freedom and Tenga along its shaft. The rocket was officially unveiled to the public in a ceremony attended by Tenga President Koichi Matsumoto and Interstellar Technologies founder Takafumi Horie. At 10 meters long, which is about 33 feet. It's not the biggest matters. It's not the biggest rocket, but what matters, of course, is how Tenga is going to use it. (laughs) It'll be carrying a device to record data during the voyage, which will be used in the development of a new Tenga aid that could be used in outer space. Since the company figures that there are going to be some lonely nights as humanity slowly migrates out into the stars. The rocket's payload God damn it, will also include a Tenga-shaped pod stuffed with the written hopes and dreams of a thousand Tenga fans. And once the rocket reaches space, the pod will be discharged from the rocket so that those wishes can drift through the cosmos. I can only imagine what that will look like. The Tenga rocket will be launching this summer from the Hokkaido spaceport, a facility in the town of Taiki on the East Coast on the east coast of Japan's northern Hokkaido prefecture. The launch will be streamed on YouTube and video video sharing site Nikoduga, but the exact time and date are currently being kept secret in order to avoid crowding around the site during the pandemic. And also, maybe because it'll be a little awkward to have a crowd around when whipping out a tanga.
0: Well, I guess this rocket really is going to pierce the heavens.
1: I wish that was alcohol. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> well, the rocket doesn't have much in the way of girth, but it certainly has length. And as see the says, it takes two to tango, but only one to tanga. Touche. <laughs> you,
1: you've been waiting on that one, haven't you?
0: Ooh. <laughs> oh, thank
1: you, yeah, space dick. Wonderful.
0: What about the spear longing us? Uh,
1: <laughs> can we end this, please?
0: Yes, I, I, I think we can at this point. Because we don't want that rocket to be a dud now, so... you like the show tell a friend they in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth we're independent bloggers independent podcasters we do this for the fun of it so what we tell you what we like and don't like we basically mean that if you have any questions about the show drop us a line at podcast at anime jam session.com again that is podcast at anime jam session.com we're here to believe you Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where you will find our weekly podcasts, uh, cosplay tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, anime reviews, editorials, links to our Facebook for cosplay photos, and links to our YouTube page full of cosplay and convention videos. All that and a lot more at AnimeJamSession.com And if you did like tonight's show and you want to check out some other shows, pull up your favorite podcasting app. Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, whatever you like, and search Anime Jam Session. Over 500 episodes are available for your listening pleasure. And what's great is that these apps do allow you to leave like a review, so if you wanna drop a review, we'd appreciate that. A Little bit goes a long way. And don't forget to follow us on our social medias of YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Definitely follow us on YouTube for our convention videos, Facebook for when we're going live, articles, and convention photos, Twitter, so that way you know when we're going live, when we have new articles up and new stuff for the share. All of that, Anime Jam Session, thank you so much. Let's see. And don't forget our tip jar down below. There's a link to our Streamlabs, there's a link to our Co-Five. If you like it, if you don't want to do bits, just click it and send us some money, we'd appreciate that. Every little bit goes right back into the site, helps the site and everything keep going. So we really appreciate that. The bits, the auto hosting, everything. We truly appreciate every little bit that y'all did. So now we're gonna go around the room. Last words, Ari.
1: I just wanna get to bed. Hopefully I won't wake up contorting in pain.
0: Gotcha. Last words, Ichigo.
3: Well, I'm gonna get to work. Good night, y'all.
0: My last words, ice cream and rising of the shield here i'm really enjoying it. the dub is really good and mako chan would be like f the world anywho that is it end of list we'll be back next week with a brand new episode great topics and more shenanigans so i'm ranma
1: i'm ari
3: and i'm ichigo gami
0: great fight great night see you next week good night everybody Sleep tight. Don't let the nightmare creatures bite. Oof. Say goodnight, Ichigo. Good
3: night, Ichigo.
0: That, that was just creepy. <laughs> but I should have known better it was you. So anywho, good night, y'all.